it's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking. She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the life. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Hey, y'all. An exciting week on how to do life. It is an exciting week on how to do life. This is number ninety nine, my number friend. Number ninety nine, mm-hmm. and let's just go ahead and get into some housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. The reason that we're so excited is because our one hundredth episode is on Friday, and we have not even been doing this a year. I know. I actually, I saw our pop up yesterday one year ago yesterday heather is when we took the photos because we were going to announce a new project so that was one year ago yesterday that we said we were about to get started which is crazy the boys are already rolling in because we're going to record the 100th episode (laughs) right after this so um boys if the boys need uh alcohol there's three bottles of champagne in the fridge so you guys can get started whenever you want yeah we this is what happens when you put two overachievers on a project. You end up with a hundred episodes yeah. in less than a year. It's been so much fun. So Friday's show is going to be so much fun. Yes. I cannot wait for y'all to hear it. So definitely tune in on Friday. But for Wednesday, we have a very special guest. Yay! Woo-hoo. Welcome, Jessica Duncan with Fun for Tally Kits. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be number 99, but is there alcohol allowed for me, too? Just wondering. <laughs> if you would like a mimosa, I will have one of the boys bring you one. Okay, yes. cool. I'm down. <laughs> you can just stick around for the 100th. Mm-hmm. So um, I've known Jessica for a long time in a lot of different ways, and um, most recently because Jessica is the number one mom um, of Tallahassee. She makes the rest of us look like hacks. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. She, no, it's totally true. <laughs> she has um, a website called Fun for Tally Kids, and that is where um, moms, dads, grandparents, caregivers, whoever is in charge of keeping the kids occupied can go and find fun stuff to do in town. And we've never needed it more than in the COVID time, so thank you for what yes, you do for us. Yes, yeah. it has been difficult over this time, just mm-hmm. searching for events and anything happening because we don't have a whole lot going on right now. Well, I hope that by next summer things are back to normal because one thing that I have always really relied on from you is your summer camp database. If you've got to figure out, like, I need a camp that's half day that is about this topic and has this age and is in this price range, you can enter in all of the search criteria and it'll pop out the results for the best Mm -hmm. camps for you. And I like one day went on Facebook and said, I wish that there was this, I wish there was some way that I could just like search for my favorite thing. And you were like, um, it's on my website. <laughs> yeah. So funfortellykids.com. Um, Jessica's the, the one who knows what's going on in town. And so I thought I would like to quiz 
Miss Jessica, because she knows everything going on. And I decided I'm going, I want to give you some scenarios Mm -hmm. for for families um, in town who want to do some stuff. And then you tell me what they should do. And so I'm going to call this segment, my Jessica Jessica. recommend. (laughs) Now here's part of the show where Chris tells us what to do. Well, mind I Jessica. recommend. <laughs> All right, Jessica. Here we go. Okay. Imagine that there, there's this family and they're totally bored because it's COVID and like nothing's open and they don't know whether they should go places. And they're like, Mom, oh, let's go somewhere. So we've got, here's your first scenario. Okay. Family of four. The kids want to play arcade games. Okay. The parents are like, oh, I don't know. We should not. I, I want a social distance. Like we shouldn't go in place inside places. Mm-hmm. What should they do? Okay. Well, there are a couple of places for arcade games, but the socially distanced part makes me think of flipping great pinball. Okay. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. It's that railroad square uh, art district. And what is cool about that place right now is that they don't have walk-ins available. You have to call and reserve it. So oh. your family can reserve the entire place. And it's oh, pay by neat. the hour, so you can call and say, hey, I want to come at three for two hours. And you get the whole place to yourself. So wow. I, yeah. I didn't know about this place, and I didn't know about that. So good. <laughs> well, it's not, I mean, nice it's not, you know, one. the, the <laughs> good. Yay, yeah, I'm on a roll. Yeah, awesome. Uh, it's not the newer games that you're going to find at, like, Hangar 38 or Fun Station, which are also really fun places, but... This place is super nostalgic because yeah. they have, I don't know how many, but the walls are lined with old school pinball games. So flipping oh, gray, cool. flipping mm-hmm. pinball. Uh, and there are some old um, arcade games in there like I love Galaga. And so uh-huh. I will go and sit on Galaga while my kids are playing pinball the whole time. I love it. When we took a family vacation to Asheville, we went to the pinball museum. Oh wow! And cool. it, they have vintage pinball games, and it was—I was not expecting to have fun. Yeah, I, I was just like, "Whatever, I'll do this because the boys want to do it." It was really, yeah. really fun. So you can reserve the whole place. Mm-hmm. That's awesome! Yeah. All right, see, you. This and, is worth the price of admission to have Jessica totally. here already. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was going to say with it being in Railroad Square with the whole socially distanced thing, even when you're done with that, you can walk around, and they have. The rock climbing wall. They have a new Fat Cat uh, Cafe bookstore. So you can go in and pet cats and buy books. Um, they have awesome restaurants, uh, really cool like consignment shops, all kinds of fun stuff at Railroad Square. So fun for all ages right there. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> I know what I'm doing <laughs> this weekend. Okay. Scenario number two. We've got a family. They've got little kids and teenagers. Okay. And they're looking for Friday night family time. The teenagers are not into it. They want to hang out with their mm-hmm. friends and chat on their phones all night. But the kids <laughs> are bouncing off the walls. They want to go somewhere. What do you recommend? Uh, for that, if it's nighttime, I guess I would recommend, you know, there's Fun Station, Urban Air, bowling, skating, all the indoor places. But if it's still light outside, uh, I recommend outdoor places because you said the uh or like trails outdoor parks just going outside because you said there's little ones and then teenagers so Mm -hmm. i thought uh if the little ones can go and play on the playground the teenagers can 
hang out with the, you know, in the trails. There's frisbee golf at Tom Brown Park. They can just do their little TikTok videos, <laughs> all that stuff that teenagers do, mm-hmm. while the little ones are having fun, too. Oh, that sounds awesome. I, I want to hang out with you. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to plan my life. I know. This, yeah. is why, this is why Jessica is my go-to. Like, if I want to have fun on the weekend, it's like, well, what does Jessica recommend? Okay. So, number three. Mm-hmm. Grandparents are babysitting for the weekend. Mom and dad are off on on um a weekend getaway and they're not from around here and they're like what are we going to do with these kids Mm -hmm. what do you recommend and what let's just to make it a little trickier one of them has special needs oh okay um well when you think tallahassee and and anytime somebody says hey i'm new to town what do i do the one thing that comes to mind is tallahassee museum Mm -hmm. i mean that is very local to tallahassee and if it's grandparents coming in to check out the town and what do i do they're not going to have a tallahassee museum in their town so that is a really really fun place and and great for any kind of you know special needs it's outdoors Mm -hmm. If there's room to run, there's a little bit of space. Good sensory stuff. And also plenty of wheelchair access, too, Mm -hmm. because the trails are all, there's a lot of new um, decking out there that they've done. And uh, you can walk down the the trails and see all the animals. They have the zip line, the uh, tree to tree adventure zip lining, mm-hmm. which is really fun. So and depending on if grandparents want to do too, it, right? They have like the the younger kids version yeah. of the zip line. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's well, it's by height, so okay. you know, mm-hmm. five or six years old can do mm-hmm. that even. Mm-hmm. So that would be really fun. And then also uh, something that comes to mind for somebody that's not from here that can do this in any town is geocaching mm-hmm. if you've never done that it is so fun we did geocaching this weekend when we were camping. oh really cool mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that would take you all over town you know and you might find places that you never even knew were there and and all the trails again the outdoor fun stuff that Tallahassee has to offer so that would be fun to do see this is why she's the number one right. mom mm-hmm. <laughs> like I have okay so I've got um, Netflix and I have <laughs> Amazon Prime and we just had Disney Plus, so that's those are my parenting skills, right? There. I feel like I feel like we would research and do such a good job if we were traveling somewhere, we're going somewhere new. We're going to find yes. what are the top five things to do with our kids there. But sometimes we get lost in our own city, and so having someone mm-hmm. like you, you know, help us remember that there are all different parts of the city. It's not just the same three restaurants that we go to over and over and over again with our kids. I think that's yeah. super valuable. It is. It's a great way. Going to the website, funfortallykids.com, is a great way to discover all of those hidden gems in in town. Because there's a directory listing of thousands of listings of all the things having to do with kids. And then also an events calendar. So the the different events and activities that are scheduled out, you can find too. Well, and for our listeners who are not in Tallahassee, Fun for Tally Kids is part of an a larger organization that has um, franchises throughout the U.S. And mm-hmm. so look to see whether or not there is a Jessica in your town <laughs> who has a fun for your city's kids. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to take advantage of all of the same types of resources. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, there is somebody like Jessica in your town. Okay, I have one last question. Okay. And this is kind of a little bit of a bonus because the kids are not coming on this one. Uh, this is okay. for the parents' date night. Yeah. During COVID, what do you recommend? Okay, for this one, because I list all the the fun things to do with kids, 
maybe you could think of ways to be a kid at heart, you know, and like to go on a date night, but do things that you would do as a kid, but as an adult that Uh are still fun, you know, that you might not think to do. You know what? One of the most fun things that I did like that was the scooters downtown. Yes. Yeah. Go down. I remember when you did that. And went to like five different restaurants, you know, had an appetizer at the first one, had, you know, like, and yeah, and that was a lot of fun. And it was a great way to utilize our downtown and be a kid, you know? Yeah. Though I recommend you should take a helmet with you. (laughs) (laughs) That is definitely something I would recommend for a date night because you can, like you said, you can go to one stop and and end up wherever because that's the cool thing about those scooters is when you're done mm-hmm. you just leave it there on the sidewalk right yeah. wherever you are yep. and so you don't have to return it anywhere right. mm-hmm. well you have to get back to your car i guess you could just well yeah there's that or if you end up really really far you can kind of leave it there and call an uber yeah <laughs> right exactly. there's always uber <laughs> Well, okay, so there you guys have it. So you know that the best things to do in town with your kids this weekend or with your date this weekend. And um, if you are totally jealous of Tallahassee because we have Jessica, then um, go and find out who is the franchise owner for fun for your city's kids mm-hmm. online and um, you can get the hook up too so yeah it's called fun for us kids that's okay. the franchise so you if you just go to fun for us you can see all of them listed there because they are kind of named funny yeah. you know for whatever the nickname of that town is usually okay so um but you know it, we're pretty high up on the seo when you search uh you know google <laughs> fun for whatever city kids you might find it there too cool yeah All right, so I asked Jessica if she wanted to be part of the grab bag today, and she said yes. All right, let's do it. Let's get into it. What? What did they come up with now? Not that one. Let's see what's in the grab bag. I think I've got it. Okay, I heard this on the news, um, and I immediately thought, "Ooh, I'm curious to know. I want to know." What y'all think about this? And now this topic could get political. I don't want to get political with it. I'm really curious to know what you guys think as as women, as adults, as moms, as people. The story that I heard was YouTube will be banning some QAnon content following the trend by Facebook and Twitter, which are widening ban on political ads that are spreading misinformation. And the question that I have is, at what point do we have free speech and at which point is banning content on a public forum like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, censorship? Those are private companies. They can have what they want on them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But also, I think that you should, and I'm pretty sure that Facebook does this. I saw this this morning, that you can go in and filter what you see. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're just anti, I don't want to see anything political, I don't want to see any more ads, you can filter that and say, I don't want to see this anymore. Yeah, so I've done that. I do yeah. think that they have a responsibility to put truth forward, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they have to ban the content, but they can say, you know, this is deemed unreliable or untrue. You know, like, I, I don't know. I, but I do think that it's their choice as a private company. Now, these private companies have become so big. And so global that, you know, we, we definitely have trouble managing them. That's why we have the social dilemma to watch now on Netflix. You know, we, we don't have, um, I think it's a new problem. I yeah. think it's a, it's a new problem because, you know, the terrestrial 
radio, terrestrial television, there are a lot of rules to follow, mm-hmm. you know, and the internet doesn't have any rules. So, right. you know, um, and we're in the is, wild, wild west of the internet. Yeah, we have mm-hmm. been in the wild west. And this seems like starting to police the wild west of saying, um, you know, it's been a place where you can say whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. whether it's true or not, and you can say it with authority, and you still have the freedom of speech. But some people feel that the um, the requirements that they're putting on pla- in place are not fair across the board and that they are only censoring the information from organizations that they don't like. And who is actually doing the censoring? Like, who is saying that something, you know, who's doing the fact-checking? Right. Is it each one of the individual platforms? Yes. You know? Yeah. That's my yeah. understanding, is that Facebook has has fact-checking mm-hmm. protocol and that things that don't meet their standards are filtered out. And the argument is you're filtering out the stuff that doesn't match your agenda and that you are squashing Mm -hmm. my free speech but facebook is a it's a free platform but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's i mean it's still a a company that can decide what gets presented and what doesn't i mean we need to like take a look at the precedent here which is like nbc cbs you know like they have certain rules that they have to follow there are certain you know government guidelines there are certain things they have to do but they get to put the lean on it that they want like everybody you know says well fox is for the republicans you know and cnn is for you know the democrat and Mm -hmm. they they kind of put forward what they want to put forward you know what i mean and the internet is really no different and i think that we could standardize rules better across you know, all media platforms, you know, that we, we have we have a guideline. That's what I'm saying. We have a base. We have a place to start, you know. And, of course, something that was free and wild doesn't like to now be told you have to do something a certain way, you know. But mm-hmm. and it is kind of crazy, too, that, you know, the different, you know, Fox News and CBS, NBC, they kind of sway one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But if you did watch that social dile- is it social dilemma on Netflix, I think it's called. Everybody is in their own bubble and sees mm-hmm. their own feed. Mm-hmm. You know, you're yeah. you're you're seeing what is in your own little world. Right. Yeah. You know, so it might be totally different from what another person sees. So whether we know it or not, we're actually swaying one way or the other and seeing right. what our interests are yeah. in our feed. We have so much data mining now. We have so much um access to information all over the place. I actually saw a couple of celebrities put up a challenge the other day and it was a 30 day stop watching the news challenge basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was, it was like, I don't think that w- what they were saying, I mean, and this is just a celebrity opinion, you know, this was, was not like research or anything, but they're like, I don't think that human beings are designed to know every bad thing that's happening all around the world. I don't think that we have the mental capacity for that. And I think that, you know, you can get, you know, depression, anxiety, like thing, bad things can happen to you when you're so tied into the news cycle, be it online, be it on television, be it on, you know, broadcast, wherever, you know, uh, you're just, we're bombarded with so much all the time, you know, that, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay to take a break from that. You have to be informed, but it's also, you don't have to be that informed. You, you <laughs> don't have to be informed <laughs> right. 24-7. Right. You know, like mm-hmm. I struggle with, I don't like to listen to the news and then every once in a while, I feel like I'm not being a responsible citizen by 
burying my head in the sand and not paying attention. I should listen to the news and know what's going on. But then I kind of feel like five minutes later, okay, I'm good now. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. it's, it's when you never take a break from it. I haven't watched The Social Dilemma mm-hmm. uh, because I'm afraid to. I, I don't, I, everybody has had such a reaction you're to it. You're afraid you're going to yeah. have to take away your own internet? I'm afraid of what it's, what I'm because people are like, you have to watch this and you have to watch this with your kids. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what's in that? I, I'm afraid. Like, I don't know. Maybe if I just don't watch it, then if I don't know, then it can't hurt me. But I guess <laughs> in answer to your question, my general feelings about uh, regulation um, of these companies and what they put forward, I, I, I'm not really against regulating them, but I'm also, they get to make some choices on their own. I, I think that, you know, it is their platform and they own it and we choose to consume on it. Mm-hmm. And um, as such, you know, we're going to be privy to the content that they give us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just it. You know, let them, let them regulate what they need to regulate, but then you yourself have a choice to, to, to see it or well. filter yeah. it mm-hmm. or, you know, stop mm-hmm. seeing those things in your feed. I've always thought it was really interesting that I could get with one of my friends who leans differently politically and we could set our computers up next to each other and log into Facebook and see on the same day mm-hmm. how different mm-hmm. the, the information is that we are that we are given and based on, you know, who our friends are and, you know, what other things we've liked and, you know, what our interests are and what Facebook has decided we are. Although when I I downloaded one of those reports to see like what Facebook had on me and (laughs) uh, Facebook thought that I was an African-American woman who um, leaned conservative in politics, loved soccer and traveled (laughs) a lot. I was like, you oh know my what, gosh. guys? I think we're okay. <laughs> right? Like, they don't know anything. <laughs> so they were good. So that's, yeah, I was really curious about when I turned that on and I thought, oh, this is interesting because I could hear how someone would say, that's censorship and that violates the freedom of speech that I have to speak what they consider to be their truth. You know, if mm-hmm. they believe those headlines, then they consider that to be their truth. And they could see they could say that is um, the media trying to squash information to keep us mm-hmm. subservient, to keep us in in their um, narrative. Um, but mm-hmm. then I could also you know see the other side of you know, this information is not verified and it's dangerous and, or mm-hmm. it's racist or it's a conspiracy theory. Um, and so we're not going to share it because it's not credible information yeah. and we want to be a source of credible information. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting to see how that develops. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, so this topic, just being aware of the news the headlines, everything that comes towards you as a result of the way that you have engaged in things on social media leads me to a little bit of don't forget your homework. We've got just a couple of weeks left. The homework is vote, go vote. If you can vote early in your city, vote early. If you don't have access to early voting, make a plan so that on election day, you can go in and vote because it's the most powerful way that you are going to be able to share what is important to you. And um, it's something that we cannot take for granted in our country. So your homework is to do your homework, 
make a plan, and make sure that you can vote. Your homework is to do your homework. <laughs> do your homework. <laughs> do it. Get, get informed. Find out what, what you need to know. Get your questions answered. Make a plan and go vote. And thank you, Jessica, for being with us today. We are very, very happy. And you gave us some really good ideas. So we appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you so Yay. much for having me. Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.